0: Having met for midday meals over the course of three weeks, neither Polly nor Emily had had any good news about employment to share. Sitting at the dining table in the kitchen of the common lodging, while the cook cleaned up around them, they talked quietly. Seems that getting a position is like wanting green eyes, Emily said, laughing. There's no hope if you aren't born with them. Polly smiled. Getting to know Emily had been a pleasure. She had an odd way of looking at the world that gave her words an unusual humour. Polly liked the idea of having a friend and confidant, and wanted to talk openly about her thoughts of resorting to prostitution, but she feared Emily might not receive them well. ''I'm thinking I should do well to take a room in the White House in Flower and Dean Street,'' Emily said. ''As never skins go, there is no worse, yet it costs little, and there a woman might share a bed with a man.'' Surprised, Polly hesitated, then asked, ''Do you mean a client?'' ''Yes,'' Emily chuckled. Polly relaxed and let go of her fear. ''I thought I might turn to that too, since my funds are all but exhausted. What's the cost of the rooms?'' ''A penny to hold the room, four pence for the night. The rooms have no window and hardly any door. The bedding is on the floor and wide enough for only one person.'' Of course, when there are two, one will be on top of the other, Emily laughed. Surprised by the woman's enthusiasm, Polly decided that her friend looked for the best, even in the worst situations, an admirable trait. She could not match Emily's good cheer. Prostitution was a last resort and the White House didn't sound good. Still, the accommodations had to be better than sleeping rough. Emily's eyes became wide and she smiled. If we should meet nightly, knowing what was coming, Polly interrupted. As we've done in the day while looking for employment, Emily nodded and grinned. We will feel better about our efforts, Polly nodded too. Yes. We'll be out late, Emily said. Past when the pubs close. We want to give time for meeting and satisfying clients, Polly said. So if we set a fixed hour to meet, one of us might miss it. I should worry if you didn't turn up. As I make rounds in search of clients, Emily said, I always end up back at the grocer's shop on the corner of Whitechapel Road and Osborne Street. You might do the same. If I saw you there at least once a night, I'd know you were safe and that someone looked out for me. Still, I might worry if I didn't see you all night. If that happens, we meet at the latest time and we'll back to the White House together. What should that time be? two o'clock in the morning. Polly thought about that for a moment and nodded. She smiled to see Emily grin. The woman clearly liked Polly. She likes me because she doesn't know me. Polly's craving for alcohol had returned and increased daily. Even though drinking would further tempt the bone ill ghost, she had assumed she'd take up the habit again so she could stomach the client's. Having divined Mr Macklin's method for locating the soul and surviving his worst attack so far, she tried to tell herself she could prevail again, but she had no idea what his next attempt might bring. If she did drink, Emily might see the unlikable Polly. If she knew me like my family does, like I do, she wouldn't care for me at all. She trusts I'm likable. She doesn't think I've done terrible things, as perhaps God does, she sees something good in my spirit.'